Jeff Grant speaking. I'm the pastor of the Serena Uniting Church. And that was Carrie Underwood singing, O Come All You Faithful. So welcome to this radio church on Christmas Day. I pray you'll be really blessed, you and your loved ones, as you listen to this service of praise and worship and teaching. Let's start, as always, with a brief prayer. Our Father, we delight in you. We worship you, Lord, because you are wonderful and great, full of wisdom and holiness and love and grace and kindness. And Lord, you reach down to us and you lift us up that we might have a relationship with you through Jesus Christ, your Son. And then we pray that through your precious Holy Spirit, you would bless this time and lead us into a greater and deeper relationship with you. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to read a little passage, well, the whole of Psalm 121, actually. I know this will bless you as it blesses me. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip or to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Praise God for his wonderful word today. And now we're going to hear from Celtic women as they sing for us, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Here they are. Joyful, holy nations. 
Celtic women with Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You're listening to Radio Church on Christmas Day on 4CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. Jeff Grant here, and I've called today's Bible message, When God Came to Live Among Us. And my text is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. A very familiar passage, especially at Christmas time. Now, dear ones, I'd like to share with you three parts of this message, as it all concerns a man named Joseph and his situation, his circumstances, his reaction, his response, and his obedience to God. First of all, we have the human element in this message when God came to live among us. I'll read for you Matthew 1 verses 18 and 19. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So we're looking at the human element of when God came to live among us. And it's all about the birth of Jesus, the wonderful Messiah, the Son of God, who was the God-man. He came to earth, he lived among us, and he died on the cross for our redemption. It says here, when none of this was understood, that his mother was pledged to be married to Joseph. Now, in ancient times, a pledge or a betrothal was a part of the marriage process and they were as good as married. So this is a big moment. This was a public event. There would have already been papers signed and promises made and vows given and witnesses and all that kind of thing to begin this marriage process. And they were betrothed or, as this verse says, be pledged. But it was discovered that she was pregnant. Now, we've got to try to figure out and understand what this did to Joseph. He'd obviously loved Mary, but he was a righteous man. It's obviously she'd done something immoral. And of course, in those days, it was more than a disgrace for a woman to be pregnant and single. As we read in John chapter 8, they brought a woman caught in adultery to the Lord and wanted him to stone her. Terrible things could have happened to Mary. And Joseph would have been agonized over this situation. Will I... Will I go through it? Because if I go through with this marriage, people are going to think I'm responsible and we've come together out of the actual final part of marriage. That would make me an immoral man. And he had to think through what this all meant. But it says here in the holy inspired word, even though he loved her, he was faithful to the law, but he did not want to divorce her. And that's what it would have meant. Expose her through a divorce to public disgrace and a divorce would have been the same kind of thing as it is today a court would have been convened there'd be witnesses be papers signed and all manner of public things would have happened and somehow he thought i can do this quietly he didn't want to hurt her but she had obviously hurt him by her pregnancy it's quite extraordinary that how god used an ordinary family to bear his son into the world And he he allowed this family to go through all kinds of distress and discomfort, fear and anxiety and the pressure of what all this meant. For in ancient times, as I've just said, uh, marriage was a big deal. The whole town would have been involved. And uh, for Joseph to divorce Mary would have been a a disgrace no matter how quiet he went about it. An extraordinary thing is that God Almighty, when he had his son being born into the world, allowed it to happen this way. There was no other way it could have happened. For it was essential that the Son of God was born through a virgin. Now, when you and I go through dilemmas, probably not like this one, uh, we're always left to our own devices. And we wonder and we struggle, what can I possibly do? Because there are no good results. There are no good outcomes. There are no good choices here. Um, It's almost like Joseph and most of us are living in a closed system. That's like a a jar with a top on it. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. 
we're just on our own. We've got to face this situation by ourselves and make the best of it and do the best we can. But if we live in an open system, you unscrew that top and take the, the top of the jar off, everything can get in and out. And in an open system, that's the life of the Christian, the born-again believer in Jesus Christ. We live in an open system where God can interrupt our circumstances at any moment. And that's the wonderful thing about this story. When God came to live among us, he chose an ordinary family to do extraordinary things with them. You know, everyone that believes in Jesus Christ has been chosen by God. He has a plan for us, just as he had an extraordinary, wonderful, privileged plan for this man, Joseph. And we'll see shortly how it all came about. But first of all, we're going to pause for a moment and listen to an Australian group called Bucko and the Champs. They're going to sing for us the Carol of the Birds. Church. Jeff Grant here, and I'm sharing with you a message I've called When God Came to Live Among Us. We looked at the first part, which I titled The Human Element. Now let's look into the divine element, the second part. I'll read to you from again from Matthew 1, verses 20 and 21. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. 
This is the divine element. We're in an open system. God shows up. While Joseph is considering his decision to quietly divorce Mary, he hasn't come to this decision yet. He's thinking it through, and that's what he's planning to do so far. But God in his grace, his goodness, and his kindness shows up and gives Joseph the answer he couldn't see all by himself. And the marvelous thing about this experience is God did not appear himself to Joseph. I don't know what you think about this, but in my view, if God showed up to me personally, I'd probably die of a heart attack. The shock, the terror would be so big. Remember when when God appeared to Moses, he appeared in a burning bush. And later on, when Moses wanted to see God face to face, God said, no, you can't do that. I'll hide you in a cleft of a rock and I'll pass by and you'll be able to see me from behind. When, when Moses used to go up on the mountain and sometimes later into the tabernacle to talk with God, he would come out with a glowing face, not because he'd seen God, but because he talked with God. When God appeared to the prophet Ezekiel, he appeared a long way off so that Ezekiel wouldn't be struck dead. When he appeared to Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah fell on his face in terror. And that's what you and I would do if God himself appeared to us. But he, instead of doing that, he sends an angel. And not only did God send an angel, he sent the angel in a dream. This is a beautiful story. I just love how kind and gentle and considerate and, and discreet God is. He didn't send an angel to speak to Joseph like he did to the parents of Samuel and other people in the Old and New Testament. He sent him via a dream. He didn't want Joseph to be shocked. He didn't want Joseph to be traumatized. He just wanted Joseph to hear the word of God. And an angel appeared in a dream. And it's beautiful how he says to him. Notice what he says. First of all, he says, Joseph, son of David, you are the kingly lion. Joseph, you've been chosen. You were born for this. This is what I've planned for you all your life. And brothers and sisters, you and I were all born to do a work for God. He planned for us. He gave us our abilities. He chose where we were born. He chose what we would look like. We had no choice in the matter of being born. Neither will we have any choice in the matter of dying. But, but God came to Joseph and says, do not be afraid. A lady once told me in my church that she counted all the do not be afraid in the Bible. And she found 365 mentions of fear not or do not be afraid. Fear not for I am with you. I'm, I'm your Lord. I'm your God. Isaiah 41.10. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. And so often when God approaches us through his word, or in case here in a dream, the first thing he says is, don't be afraid. And he explains that. Don't be afraid, Joseph, to take Mary home as your wife. Don't be afraid to complete the ritual and all the certifications and all, the, all that part of the marriage ritual. Don't be afraid to do that because what is conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, Mary did not commit adultery. The Holy Spirit of God conceived this baby in her. This is a virgin birth, a miraculous birth. And you're involved. You've been chosen to be her husband, to take care of her and the baby and live as a godly, holy family. He goes on to say, she will give birth to a son. And you, Joseph, it's your decision. You have the authority. You ought to give him the name Jesus. And of course, Jesus or uh, Yeshua in the, in the Hebrew is the same as the name Joshua. Joshua, the deliverer. He is going to be a deliverer and he is going to save, he will save his people from their sins. Joseph, you're going to have a part in the redemption of the world, the salvation of all those who will believe in Christ 
as the Son of God, who will surrender their lives to him, put him first in their life, and seek to follow him. Joseph, you are responsible. How wonderful, beloved, as we look at this passage, these, these two verses, uh, Matthew 1, 20 and 21, and we realize the gentleness of God, and yet the firmness as he gives Joseph instructions what to do. God is not backward in telling us what to do. In fact, the whole point of being a Christian is to follow Jesus Christ and obey God. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. We're here to be obedient to God's word. But we looked at the human element and we looked at the divine element with one more to go. But we'll pause now for a brief uh, moment while we hear from Enya. And Enya's going to sing for us, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. for us, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And this is for CRM Mackay, 107.5 FM. Jeff Grant here again on this Christmas Day service and my message, When God Came to Live Among Us. We've looked at the human element and now we've looked at the divine element and now we're going to look at the eternal element. The eternal element we find in verses 22 to 25. 
in Matthew chapter 1. A very familiar passage at Christmas time. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. This is the eternal element. Because it says here, this had been planned from eternity past. It had been spelled out in, in scripture. Uh, the famous passage in Isaiah 7.14, which says the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. It had to be a virgin because there couldn't be sin in any way connected physically or spiritually to this baby that was being born. That's why there couldn't be a human father for he would pass sperm, the spawn or rather of sin to his child. So it had to be a virgin birth conceived by the Holy Spirit. He was going to be a son, the son of God. And the name they would call him was Emmanuel, which means God with us. Because this is all about when God came to live among us. God intended from eternity past that he would one day live among human beings that he had created. And he would, he would express God to us. Jesus Christ said when he was conducting his public ministry some 30 odd years later, you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He told his disciples that many times. And when he said that to the Jews, that's why they put him to death. Because he made himself equal to God. Because he was equal to God. He was God in complete human and divine form. Wow. It says here, when Joseph woke up, after after this message from the angel, he wasn't troubled or distressed. It says he did what the angel of the Lord told him to do. He obeyed. Imagine what would have happened if Joseph hadn't obeyed. And he thought, oh, I was just a dream. I imagined it. But he knew. He knew from the scripture quoted, and he knew from what Mary had told him, he knew this was real. And I've got a big task ahead of me. So immediately, he went and got Mary, and completed those marriage rituals and took her home to his wife. But it says here he did not have physical relations with her until after the birth of that son, Jesus. And he named him Jesus. He named him Saviour. He named him Deliverer. And Joseph, by doing that, proclaimed the name of Jesus Christ. And the eternal element here is that when God came to live among us, he came so that people would have a relationship with God through Christ. For all people are born in sin. And yet God who wants to a relationship with us is a holy God. Jesus Christ, his son, becomes that eternal bridge between sinful man and holy God. And when we, we surrender our lives to Christ through obedience and through faith and by the grace of God, we can cross that bridge from being an unsaved man or woman to be a righteous, sanctified, redeemed child of God forever and ever and ever. When God came to live among us, he made it possible for all men and women who believe to put their faith in Jesus Christ. I trust and pray on this Christmas day, 2022, that you have made that decision and you've received the Son of God into your life, and you are experiencing eternal life right now. We'll complete our message now, and I've got two songs for you. First, from John Groban, and he's going to sing for us, What Child Is This? What child is this who
Church on Christmas Day on 4CRM Mackay 107.5 FM. And now, Nerida Cuddy, and she's going to sing The North Wind, one of my favourite Christmas carols. Here she is. The north wind is tossing the leaves, the red dust is over the town. The sparrows are under the eaves, and the grass in the paddock is brown. As we lift up our voices and sing to the Christ child, the heavenly King. The tree ferns in green gully sway. Stream flows silently by the joy bells announcing the day, and the chimes are adrift in the sky as we lift up our voices and sing to the Christ child, the heavenly King. Cicada song throbs from the trees the waves dance their way to the sand the gulls wildly swoop o'er the sea and the heat shimmers over the land as we lift up our voices and sing to the Christ child the heavenly Sunset is painting the sky. The rose venture out from the shade. Cockatoos fill the air with their cries. Join the chorus of thanks for the day as we lift up our voices and sing to the Christ child, the heavenly King. Yes, we lift up our voices and sing to the Christ child, the heavenly King. You've just been listening to Nerida Cuddy and her song, The North Wind. Dear ones, we've come to the end of our Radio Church broadcast on Christmas Day for CRM Mackay, 107.5. FM. And I've shared with you my message when God came to live among us. And there was the human element. Now God chose a Joseph who was in confusion about whether to marry Mary because she was pregnant. Then we looked at the divine element where God shows up sending an angel in a dream, not to frighten Joseph, but to explain to him what this is all about and giving him instructions what to do. And then we looked at the eternal element how God had planned this from eternity. Joseph obeyed God, and as a result, we have Jesus Christ, the Saviour of the world, come in to live amongst us. Here's our closing doxology for you. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above your heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. May God, our Heavenly Father, richly bless you and your loved ones 
at this Christmas time. Now I've got a couple of final songs of praise. This first one I hope you enjoyed as I do. Mahalia Jackson as she sings in her special and wonderful way, Silent Night.
Silent Night by Mahalia Jackson. Now to finalise this Radio Church message on Christmas Day, David Hobson, who sings at those carols by candlelight on the TV every year from Melbourne, he's going to sing for us the Holy City. Goodbye and God bless you. As the shadow of a cross arose upon